When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's get to it because there was some footy on yesterday. Um, I mean, how much do we read out of the Geelong-Brisbane game? Because Geelong were missing Cameron, they're missing Hawkins, they're missing Bowes, Duncan, Isaac Smith wasn't there. And Brisbane largely um, at full strength. I just thought they were awesome. So if that's one takeaway, I mean, the options that Brisbane have got with their midfield slash forwards and... You know, last week we discussed Cam Rainer going to halfback. I'm not sure about it. You liked it and he looked terrific yesterday. So big, big tick for that if they can find one there. But just your initial thoughts on, let's start with Brisbane because they're yeah. going to be, they're going to be a talking point this year. They are. They are. And they, I think Ashcroft is the talking point, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, just, just to see the young kid come in, he had close to 30 touches. In his first hit out, he played wing, he played on ball, he played half forward. And he, he just looked, he just looked at home. I mean, these kids coming in now are so prepared and so driven. There's a bit of Selwood and a bit of Walsh about him. Like just that instant impact. Not not in terms of you know necessarily the style of play, but the, the, the ability the first or... year to come in. Yeah, all of that. Work yeah. ethic, ultimate professional from the moment you walk in and make a difference in your first year, which is rare. That would be in the 0.5 of a percent, a player in their first year that comes in and makes a big impact. And a big difference. And he's doing that from a midfield that's stacked. Jared Lyons was an emergency for a practice game. Yeah. And you know what? It's going to be he hard struggled. to break in, yeah. isn't it? So he should have looked for opportunities, I reckon, I was, in, in the off-season. So we, he just will Oh, well, you've got, to, you've got to back yourself in, don't you? You want to be mm. part of a premiership, and they're going to be up there again this year, the Brisbane Lions. I was looking for what's different with the Lions, because I just think they've played a pretty basic brand of footy the last couple of years, and it's taken them, it's taken them deep, so I'm not, not go, having a go at them, but they, they looked slick with the ball last night. Their ball movement was clearly quicker than what it had been over the last couple of years. So there's been a shift there. They've got the talent to back it up. I really like Darcy Wilmot. I think, mm. he's, in, I think mm. he's in for a serious season, playing that wing defensive role. I know he was a high draft pick last year, but all the talk will be about Ashcroft, while Wilmot, I think, is an absolute beauty. Do you know who's another left field all Australian? And this could be a, a question we put out on the temper text. Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Not not your, your your standard names, but a left field all Australian, Kadeen Coleman, on the halfback Kitty flank. Coleman, Kitty, his ball use and it wasn't a massive numbers night for him, but every time he t- he doesn't make a mistake. He defended well last night. He's in a one-on-one with Gary Rowan. He brings the ball to ground, and he's he's an absolute weapon. And I think your friends at Champion Data have him ranked. Top ten for kick rating in the comp. Yeah, he's he's a left field candidate for all Australians. So they, they got players everywhere. Uh, in the first quarter, they had nine inside fifties for eight scores. So to your yeah. point about the way they're moving the footy, their their half forwards and their forwards come right up. They all crowd the the zone where the ball is in, so the eighty meters sort of surrounding the ball, and then once they turn it over, they go. And their ball movement through the middle to get it over the back to Cameron and Bailey and and all these players McCarthy and um, you know their their tall forwards are athletic and have speed and Danaher and Hipwood and Gunston's now there he got one out the back early um, so look 
But to do, I like to do the way that, they move the ball. Yeah, I'm with you. And and to do that, you've got to have enormous trust that your back line can hold up if you if you make an error or two, which is which is the game. You make mm. it's an error riddled game. So I, I thought looking at uh, Andrews and Payne, I'm, I'm hot on that position of you Payne. Are. So I'm going yeah. I'm watching that, thinking, can this guy do it? He he looked really really settled and really comfortable last night. So off to a good start. And as we said before, it just makes round one so spicy. Mm. The, the fallout for the loser of Port and Brisbane, clearly it's more severe at Port Adelaide than it is at Brisbane. With travelling, all those sort of, you know, you know, on the road, not expected to yeah. win, tough tough start to the season, blah, blah, blah. But if they can go and play like that, gee, they're going to be hard to roll. Yep, and uh, McCluggage could be in for a big year. I mean, he's been All-Australian squad for a number of times, but the prospect of him making that would be would be there. Ten clearances last night. thought his centre bounce work was excellent. And Zach Bailey, your man, um, who you were on earlier than anyone else, you know, started centre bounce and did a lot more centre bounce work last night as well. So look forward to him getting some more opportunities. Just a word on the Cats. I mean, I don't think that'd be too concerned about anything that they saw last night. It was just a t- tough night for them. They had a number of entries and... Just inefficient going forward. Conditions played a factor in that, but yeah, there wasn't really anything to write home about for for the Cats last night. Not that it has no. me swaying my opinion on where they will be in September. Yeah, it's just, just too many out really in the end. Um, and a lot of these. Braun has a crack though. I'll say Gee, that he was he's, good, wasn't he? He's tougher than I gave him credit for. Well, this is the thing. I just hadn't seen him enough. When you go to Geelong and you see what everyone else is doing, you you get swept up in in the new standards. If you, if you don't do this, you won't play for us. So players change. You you, you address your shortcomings. So now he was he was actually very was good. good. And, yeah. and look, they they had a pretty poor night. They, they'd be <laughs> they would be disappointed with a little bit with how they played the cats. I mean, it was over very early, wasn't it? Yeah, done done early. Cool. So they're they're not a worry. We're not concerned with them. We'll, we'll wait and see how they hit. Yeah, you know, hit the start of the season, and and they've been pretty much a fifty-fifty team. You know, the first six or eight rounds last year. So that's maybe the build the building profile to finish strong in the back half of the year. So maybe they don't have the the ambitions in rounds one to three that the Lions have. So Brisbane travelled to Port Adelaide to play them on the Saturday Twilight game and the big Geelong Collingwood game on the Friday night. As we move on to that game, I, I caught it, uh, most of it whilst I was doing Sports Day last night, and Collingwood jumped out of the blocks there. So their area of centre bounce, which they clearly identified as an issue last year, and they've changed some personnel around there. I think they won the first three centre bounces and, and scored. Dugowie was as good as I've seen him yesterday, and I want to give I want a challenge for Jordan Dugowie. King. He he oh. he hasn't put together an elite season ever. So oh, top five really? best and fairest once. For for the if you compare him to like look at the resumes that. Players in his generation, his age group, are starting to build. So look at Oliver's resume. Look at Zach Merritt's resume. Look at Petrarca. Dangerfield's older, but he's got eight All-Australians. Dugowie mm. is that le- – like, have a great season. Don't don't have an up-and-down season. You're going to play midfield. You're going to get the ability to win more of the footy. I don't know if he's ever had 30 possessions in a game. He had 30 yesterday. He's, he, no one could tackle him. He's – so that's the challenge for him. Put together an elite season that matches your ability. He looks fit. He looks hard and ready to go. And I hope it is one of those seasons for him where we're really talking about him potentially winning a Brownlow and being an All-Australian for the first time. Wow. You think he's... Well, he, 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 why couldn't he be? Like, if Ollie Wines can win a Brownlow, Jordan Ngoi can win a Brownlow. Mm, okay. Don't you think? 
Like, but but that's on him. That, that that's that is only up to him. Oh. How professional are you going to be? Are you going to stick through it all year? Are you going to do everything right? You've got the contract, so there's the security there, and you're not playing for a big deal. But he has all the capabilities to be in that level of player that we speak about the, week after week. Yeah, I, I love him as a player, and oh. I, don't, I don't understand the knock on him. And I I get there's some extracurricular stuff that goes on, and he opens himself up to that sort of feedback. He's always missed little patches of footy. He's missed yep. a couple of weeks here, a couple of weeks there. And I, I I don't think he's ever been rock hard fit. Like rock Looks hard, absolutely yeah. Christian Petrarca levels fit. But when you see him training now, he's had a he's had an impacted preseason. He he wasn't he didn't wasn't there at the start of preseason. I think he had a shoulder up from memory or some some yep. uh, some problems with that shoulder. But he's he he's at the age now. What what is he? Twenty six now. He, the yeah, penny's dropped for him. He knows what's available. In his prime. Yeah. So I agree with you. But I don't know if he has to have it. In terms of winning a premiership, he doesn't have to be. He doesn't have to be the reason. But he, he wins Collingwood games. There's no doubt about that. Mm. I think you're warming to him. I think this is no, this is new for you. I like it. I call it as I see it, and I thought, gee, you look good last night. But. But we're in early March, summer, you've had a pre-season. I want to see him do it in July when Collingwood are down by three goals at three-quarter time and he comes out and goes, right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this game. I'm going to go in the centre bounce and I'm going to influence this game. I, know, I don't want to get I, ahead of next week. I know next Friday's our, your day. You're going to drop all the um, yeah. one of your employers. You're going to give your top eight. Um, where early signs on the pies? Collingwood will be in there. They'll be in, They'll in, be there. in the eight. Yeah, very, very high up. Or the only qu- query I've got, and I wanted to ask you about this, is: um, Are they too aggressive defensively, and are they too easy to score against? So we we would think that Hawthorne are going to be a bottom two, bottom three, bottom four side. You know, thirty scoring shots they gave up. I mean, their their defenders play aggressive, and how and more, and that's their one area. I think are they have they got their positioning right? when the turnover comes to be able to get back and defend. So that would be the question I've got. Billy Framden, I don't know. He's, I'll so be surprised if he's still there at round five. Yeah. Don't get too consumed with the, the individual magnets. The, the way they so, – so to put you at ease with that, because I know you're just, you're just sort of manoeuvring the magnets at the moment. Mm-hmm. Collingwood, on, on all the stuff that I track, were the best team without the ball last year. The best not, doesn't mean your, your points against your, your ability to win it back, your ability to hold up as a defensive fifty, and then launch. That's what they do. They gum it up, down, back, and then go. And that's why mm. it looks so great when it works. I, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm going to have them. I, I guarantee I've got them higher than you. I guarantee. Okay. No, you we met, we mentioned this last week, and yep. you are you are high on them. Where do you have Collingwood finishing? And for Hawthorne fans, like it wasn't bad, be, was it? You should be thrilled. Like this could have gone really ugly at the start of this game, and then you hung in there. You're going to turn the footy over, and that's going to come with some frustration. And Collingwood, as Kingy's saying, are organised. So that happened a number of times. But you found a couple. Um, Mackenzie, just good, composed decision maker. You put him in with what he's a bit similar to War. They make good decisions. Um, Fergus Green bobs up, and it's just a good story. I thought this guy's. A lively type. Now they had some biggest good win. signs. Biggest win was Warple, I reckon. Yeah, Warple Just had thirty. Getting back and to being Warple. Like, we haven't seen change. that, have we? For he's been he's been AWOL for for eighteen months. Yep. Um, and then the ruck combination, um, you know, looked okay. So we'll wait and see. Hawthorne fans, if you want to jump on and have you say about any Dacos of that, you can tag. do that. Dacos was tagged by yeah. McGuinness, which um, that's tough going, isn't it? 
getting tagged in, in a, a, in a pre-season game in your second year. Come on, year. Sam. In your what are you doing, year. man? Um, but uh, you can get involved in joining the conversation with that. That was a wrap of the first two games. We'll get to Port Adelaide and Fremantle on the other side of this. Few concerns out of that game. Not if you're a Fremantle fan, but if you support Port Adelaide, one three hundred seven three six seven three six is the number. The goalie was fourth in the best and fairest in 2021. Challenge to him. All Australian top three in the best and fairest in a potential premiership this year. That's how good he can be. Is he coming to Adelaide, Ed? Ah, uh, I think he is coming to Adelaide. Is he? Yeah, because he's a good bloke. <laughs> what was the concert like? Let us know. Best you've ever been to is Fireball Friday, the Kogan Money credit card. It's a great value card. And for WD40, register online for the repair challenge to win. Sing it, King. <laughs> Uh, Ed Sheeran's in Adelaide on Tuesday, so of course he's coming. Not like the other snobs. Emin, is he doing? Uh, I don't know. I'm not just one of them. Just the one. <laughs> you think? Hey, what, what, what's our man Cam Luke? I hey, um, no, look, I had. I tried to get this out before seven. See, so this is the in boss, the scramble. The bosses will be listening now. But can oh, we can right. we have a bit of fun? Well, I, I, I haven't heard right, it. Right. So I, I wanted to play this as sort of stuff I'd heard during the week. Just let's let's just play it. Let's not say too much about it. Let's just play it. Drodry oh, scenes. That is amazing. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. that is amazing. Go to a break. That go to where? He dropped it. I think if someone drops the magic on here, we're, we're obligated to play it. I think we have to. Yeah. So Cam's in the file. All right, Cam. Cam is in the dumb shies, and I heard this week file. There Late. was another practice game last night, um, and it was a tough watch. I've got to say, the, the Port Adelaide Freeman, it, was a, it was a scrappy sort of dogged affair. Windy conditions, bit of rain um, in Perth, um, but I mean, Fremantle looked really well organised. I reckon they're the hardest running midfield defensively and offensively in the game. Love Brayshaw. I think he's, you know, his standing in the game is going to continue to grow. Sarong was was good. Uh, O'Meara's ball use was was poor, but he's a bigger body and a good replacement for Monday. And along with Brody, they their mids look good. Darcy made a statement to me. Sean Darcy in the ruck took three contested marks and really took it to Scotty Lysett with Jackson out of the side with that head knock. So, um their back six is really rock solid. Fremantle, so Pierce, Cox, Ryan, when he's there, he didn't play. He's got an injury concern, but Young's a great young player. Chapman and Wilson and Clark provide the run. So my initial impressions were going, gee, this is a well-organised unit, Fremantle, who now have you know some options forward with Fife. So look, I don't know where you're going to have them in your top eight, but there's another team that will be tough to analyse where they're going to finish. King of the Dockers. The, the story for me is Fife. So how does it look? Can it work? Will it work? And and because he gets a different type of opponent now. He, he had Jonas last night, so he's going to mm. get a centre half back type opponent. So it's it's when we talk about his goal kicking feats o- over the journey, normally it's drifting forward as a midfielder with a midfield type opponent. So it's a it's a mismatch if you like a yeah. size mismatch. He's got the strength advantage on anyone he takes forward out of the midfield. But when he starts there, he gets a, a bona fide centre half back type player that, that's good body 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 mm. to body. He was terrific last night, mm. and, and he capitalised on his opportunities. I don't know what he finished with. I think he kicked three, kicked three maybe four. Yeah. But but he looked he looked so dangerous. I haven't seen that side of Fife before. So this, this is a this is a big tick for them because that's that's the area where I always have concerns with them. Okay, they're good defensively, but can they put 
100 points on the board. Can they score enough? Yeah. yeah. I had that written down sort of halfway through the third. Can Fremantle score enough? And Tracy and Tabiner and Amis is a young player when he plays. Fife, Walters wasn't there. Is their forward line, as we mentioned last week, doesn't have enough star power there. But Are they're they so well organised. Are they creative enough um, in the middle? Like, like who's their midfield well, forward, midfield was target a, that can go forward? Um, who's their yeah, Dustin they're, Martin they're, role? Look, or they're small Shea in, Bolton or? Yeah, they're small in the midfield. But they're... Yeah. I don't know. They're, they're so well organised, and Jackson's going to give them a point of difference, and you know, so that that will be a different look. I don't know how it's going to exactly come together with him, but uh, he'll provide at least a, a challenging matchup. But I just think that, you know they're really hard to score against, which will keep them in a number of games. They're going to play in Perth, which is almost impossible to win. They're going to be in the mix, but do yeah. they have enough star quality as the other side? Like watching Collingwood and. Geelong and Brisbane are going, yeah, they, they can't match it pound for pound, but game plan style you know, well, stacks up. They're, they're midfielders, and I'm glad you touched on Sarong and, and Brayshaw because their hands from stoppage, their link work to take the ball from inside to out, that, that's become the game. If mm. you can do that at clearance, and Darcy gave them great service, then you can, you can, it doesn't matter who's forward of the ball if you've got time and you've got the luxury of, of a bit of space and the ability to kick it to it. Even if they're lesser-ranked talent forward of the ball, you, you can make it work. So I, I thought their hands from stoppage was, was a feature last night, something they've clearly been working on. What about the other side of the coin? Oh, speaking how, of can't score. How disappointing report. They were, yeah, they, were, they looked flat. Um, to me, and it, I mean, it did start around the ball. They just looked like they were running in quicksand a little bit or, or running in soft sand, whereas Fremantle were really covering the ground. And Ken said after the game, no excuses. We're really disappointed. We're beaten by, by a side that was, was more organised than us and you know, back to the drawing board. And there's not long to go back to the drawing board. We've heard it a few times. So forward line was an issue last night. George Yardis is a frustrating player in, in year three or four. Is he going to get there? Don't know. Dixon, 31 now, the, the the toll of injuries. Is he going to get there? Is he going to have to ruck? I don't know. And Todd Marshall had a great year last year, but as the number one guy, he's he's easy to pick off. And then at the other end, they're a bit undersized in defence. Ali was good, I think, and, and he's going to be mm. better for playing on their best opposition forward, more so than that drop-off role. I want you to watch the game again. I, I want you to watch the game again. And just watch how often your boy, number 18, Jason Hall Francis, walks around the ground. No concerns. No, no. About it. That I want was you to watch it again. Walkers don't he's win your 19 games. 19 years of age. He's come off major it's a trait. surgery. It's a and problem. He had an absolute crack last night. He's going to have people looking foolish in four years' time, Jason Hall Francis. Time for the news headlines.